Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce O'Dedison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Well, hello, hello, and welcome here. Today, I want to talk to you about the Relational Leadership Program. And before you think, what is that? Today, I had the opportunity to work with uh, an organization, small organization, under 50 employees, and they brought out the 12 leadership team to spend the afternoon with me in such a beautiful location to learn the relational leadership coaching framework because this organization has have had the opportunity, the leaders have learned that coaching is one of the unique strategies to maximize success and impact in their organization. And so they wanted all their leaders trained in the relational leadership coaching framework that allows them to be able to have conversations that empower the employees, but also allow them to create a psychologically safe environment, an environment in which employees feel valued, they feel heard, and they can have those conversations with their with their leaders. So what this organization does is that every six weeks, everyone who is in a leadership role have to bring their people in for a coaching session. And they have that 30 to 60 minute time every six weeks to sit down and say what has been working well, where do we need to focus some energy, what do we need to improve, and what do we need to change. And so they've been informally coaching and they wanted to get some more formal coach training so that they could sharpen their skills and get more techniques, coaching techniques to apply at work, especially in times where you have employees who are not as forthcoming, uh, employees who are not great communicators or big talkers, or even English as a second language or third or an additional language. We find that those can sometimes be a challenge for employees to connect and to interact or even engage in the coaching process. So it was very interesting to watch this organization, by the way, is very diverse in their leadership. So they had people in various roles in leadership from different parts of the world, different culture, different language. And then, of course, there are some that are homogeneous. So they were of speaking their own language and uh, coaching in their own language. It was neat to see. Because you don't always get exposed to that. And it was good to see that happening and the confidence that these leaders had in practicing coaching and bring it into their organization. One of the things that came up into this in this particular training session was the mentor and coaching. What is the difference between mentoring and coaching? And that was that came up significantly um, in our conversation to the point that I had to stop and remind them that mentoring is just as uh, powerful in its own right as coaching is, but they are intended for different purposes. Whereas the mentor will be sharing what they have done and expect you to follow a similar path 
the coach does not tell you what they've done, does not use you as a confession or to tell you anything about what happened in their life. Their focus is on you. Where do you go? My goal is to develop a star. I want star performance from you. How can I support you to the next level of performance? What do you need from me? What does that look like? And that became a, a conversation for for the group because they were already doing some mentoring and calling it coaching and vice versa. So to be able to give them a clear distinction of what coaching is and then a clear distinction of what mentoring is and to see to give them the opportunity now and the authority to start dancing with the different processes, recognizing that you can put on your mentoring hat and have a conversation and, and put and then put on your coaching hat and have a different conversation based on the client's needs and where the, the client is. Because what we've come to learn is that every client or every employee is going to be different and have different needs. And we cannot come up with a cookie cutter approach expecting that it's going to be a one size fit all and everyone is going to be happy. I don't care how big you, uh, you, you go, it just, everybody is not the same and we're going to have a, a unique needs and you and differences. So whether you're a big organization, a small organization, there are going to be unique needs. And so it's important for you as an organization to recognize that in order for your employees to grow, they will need some some form of mentoring or coaching. So when do we use each? And I think what came down to what is the difference of each and why do we use them? Mentoring is used to maintain continuity in the organization. So what are the roles that are need to stay consistent in the organization? What are the roles that are must be that, that are must have that you need? You can't have too much, um, differences in that role. Even if someone, uh, were to move or go on maternity leave or leave the organization, this role needs to maintain continuity. So the phone number cannot change. It has to stay the same, right? Uh, the person who answers the phone, the company name should remain the same. So if we're going to add another company, we add the old company first and we add the new one. So it's very important that we maintain continuity um, and we look at those positions where we want to maintain continuity. And those are the positions and those employees and in those roles, we want to ensure that those ones are mentored by the person who is leaving, who's gone, who's planning to go will now provide that mentoring. This is what I did. This is what you might see. This is what usually happens. Here's how I respond. So you're mentoring them and no two people can execute at the same way. It doesn't matter how much mentoring you do. But then coaching is a different different approach because as the coach, I say, what do you see for yourself and where do you want to go? Whereas a mentor, I say, this is where I've gone and this is how it served me. And this is what I've learned from it. And um, I would like to share that information with you. Well, what you've done is that you've you've put a lid on my brain. And with that lid tells me, well, you've just did it that way. So I can do it that way too. Whereas the coach say, what do you want to do with that? Now that opens up, that's expansive. I'm going to think far beyond the box. I'm going to think of, you know, a much broader uh, perspective when I'm open versus when I'm, I have a different approach as a mentor where it's more, it's close. It's more, it's an appoint. It's a going to allow us to think, oh, well, this is, this is how far 
choice has gotten. This is how far I can go. This is what they've done. Maybe I can do that too. Maybe it will work for me. Maybe I'll just tweak it a little. So we've already put that idea in your mind as a mentor that this is a possibility and this is where you're going to go. With the coach, there's no, po- there, anything is, is open. You get to define what your success looks like. And that's the beauty of coaching because there are no parameters. There are no, um, there are no stones to mark yourself by, right? There, there really isn't, um, any way to measure your, your, yourself on anyone else. And you have to work from your own perspective or from your vision, work for, from the goals, your dreams, and really grow yourself in that respect without the boundaries of what another person have done before you. So if you are looking at, should I implement coaching or mentoring in my organization? We're going to look at what are you looking to do? Are you looking to preserve the fluidity of some roles or are you looking to bring on new energy, new ideas, new business perspective and shake things up a bit? Then you have two different approach. So if you're looking for that continuity, that growth, that steady focus, then you, you definitely want mentoring. And if you're looking for that out of the box, I'm new at this, but this is exciting. I'm going to think we've never done it purple before. Have we ever used purple? Uh, what would look best? So we're really expanding ourselves to get that uh, new idea in and to work with it. So if you're thinking of implementing either coaching or mentoring in your organization, let us know. Uh, you can download this episode at what's happening at work.com or interpersonalwellness.com where you can learn more about uh, some of the strategies to reduce uh, the difficulties that we face in on a daily basis, we always provide you with tools and resources that will help you with whatever is happening at work any day of the week. So come over, join us, get some tools and resources, download this episode, share with your friends, share with your colleagues, and let me know how we can support you better. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.